If I were to credit a key decision that's helped my business grow, it would be the decision to hire interns. Interns or even job shadow day kind of students. I've always loved mentoring teenagers, especially teenage girls, because I remember how hard it was to be a teenage girl. Back in my ad agency days, the owners would always assign the interns to me because they knew it was kind of my jam. Now, two of my first ever interns, Andrea and Aaron, help run my two companies. So today, I've asked my two current interns, Marley and Samantha, to join me. We're talking about what makes a good intern, how to find interns for your photography business, and what interns are looking for before they say yes to working with you. So the real question is, how are portrait photographers like us able to run a profitable business and still put our families first without selling digital files for cheap and working all the time? I'm Sarah Petty, your host of the Worth Every Penny Joycast, and I went from a stressed out, overworked mama with three babies to being named one of America's most profitable photographers without working my kids' lives away. Each week, I'll show you how to find and serve boutique portrait photography clients in a world where we compete with free thanks to everyone having a digital camera in their pocket. Take the first step to adding more joy and profit to your life by downloading your free photography business tools at joyofmarketing.com forward slash podcast. I am really excited to be here to talk to my current interns because I have two amazing interns. And I've had interns over the years. Some have been amazing. Some really showed me qualities that, I, that I'm maybe not looking for in a long-term employee. But I really hope that this motivates you to start looking for interns because one of the things too that keeps me really excited is having young energy. Even when I was young, I liked having younger people around. And as I get older and social media gets newer and, and things are happening that I didn't grow up with, it's super cool to have these younger people who are living in this world. So I'm going to have these two really fabulous ladies. Um, if you guys could each introduce yourself and tell everybody sort of where you are at this phase in your life. Okay, hello. My name is Sam and I'm a junior in high school and so I'm kind of starting the college application process. One thing that I love to do that's connected me with Sarah is I love to make videos. I've been doing it my whole life. So I have a YouTube channel called Sammy K where I just make fun little videos and then I also help Sarah with her videos and that's kind of what I love to do. I love to hang out with my friends and just do like the teenagery high school stuff and also work hard and kind of think about long-term business things and just always be growing my brain and learning. Hi, I'm Marley. I'm finishing my last semester at St. Louis University. I'm studying neuroscience um, and in the fall, I'm moving to California to go to chiropractic school. Wow, isn't that crazy? We have a neuroscience. That sounds so smart. How'd we get you? <laughs> <laughs> well, let me share how both of these ladies came into my life and became interns. And then I want you to hear from them on what they think about working here and, and uh, what their kind of goals are. I, I especially love working with young people who do have goals and visions and love to learn. I think the biggest thing I look for is passion. 
And Marley, when I met Marley, she was a student in a program called CEO, which is Creating Entrepreneurial Opportunities in our market where these high school seniors go to class every day and they start a business and they create a business. And we had a little get together at our studio one evening. This was pre-COVID and we didn't all have to mask up. And everybody was standing around talking and she had grabbed her friend's phone and was showing her all these apps on Instagram and you need to have this and do this and oh, this and this. And her friend was clearly not interested. (laughs) And I, I was watching her and I said, why don't you make a business of that. Like you're, you're a marketer, you're thinking like a marketer. And she was like, oh, I can't make a business like that. Do you remember that Marley? Oh yeah, I do remember that. And I just remember just really connecting with her and just seeing her passion about Instagram. And I don't know that we talked right away, but I remember not too long after, maybe it was within the next year, we kind of said, hey, we could use some help with social media. Do you have any interest? And she started doing a little bit here, a little bit there. And then I think you ended up, I don't even know, you might be full-time on my payroll. (laughs) But she went away and went to college and would do a little bit of freelance stuff for us. And we would just pay her, right? She didn't have to be sitting here when she came home over breaks and over summer. And um, when Corona hit, I know everything changed. We actually got her full-time this summer, which was amazing. And uh, she keeps telling us that she is going to have to graduate college and move on with her life. We're like, yeah, 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 whatever. Um, But do you remember, Marley, looking back, what were you thinking about kind of an internship and working for this company? We have both Sarah Petty Photography. We're always creating content for our clients, right? At the photography business, we're like showing what we do here at the studio, but we're creating mostly content for photographers so that they can see what we do and how we run the run the company. I'm just curious because we've never talked about this. What were you thinking when we first talked about maybe doing some work for us? I remember very clearly um, the event at your studio. And then I think it was like a week or two later, I got a text from you and I was sitting in my math class and it said, Um, hey, it's Sarah Petty. We need someone to help us out with our Pinterest. Is that something you'd be interested in doing? And I remember just being so excited to get that text from you because I think more than anything, I mean, I've never been super interested in photography, but when someone reaches out to you because they recognize something in you that you didn't really know other people thought was even a talent, it makes you more curious and, and want to explore that more and kind of grow upon that um, skill that someone else saw in you. And I knew you're very a talented photographer in our community and also a big um, mentor for the high school students in CEO. So, I mean, I just thought it would be a great opportunity to be mentored by someone who is um, on the path that I would love to be on and follow. Yeah, and here we are, what, a couple years later. Well, you're a senior in college, even though you flew through college. See, she remembers better than me. It was two weeks later. (laughs) I was like, I don't know, really. I just somehow, we, you just showed up here. But I love with Marley, she... She's curious. She has a yes attitude. Both of these ladies do. Anything we ask them, they do. And in fact, to gush on you, Marley, one day we lost power. And she came in and she said, what can I be doing? Is is there, um, can I be picking up? And we're like, well, 
like vacuum, but that needs power. (laughs) I don't know if you remember that, but it was so cute. I thought, oh my gosh, I love this person because a lot of people would just sort of shuffle things on their desk and look like they're busy and she wasn't. And she was like, give me something to do. Do you want me to clean this closet? Um, What can I do? And I just thought, oh my gosh, that's my girl right there. She's going to do whatever she needs to do because she doesn't want to just sit there and be bored. And so that was pretty amazing. And, and the other thing I really loved about Marley And it's why we give people sort of a project to test them out. We don't just hire an intern, right? We'll say, hey, what if you come for a week? What if you come for a project? And she did a writing project and she gave it to Erin. Erin runs The Joy of Marketing. And Erin always, with every writer, she'll give them feedback and it goes back to them and then it comes back to her and then she usually gives feedback again and again and again. And finally, she she's at the point where it's like, okay, I could have just done it myself. And she gave Marley feedback and it came back right there, really good the next time. And I know she's even said she's had to give you harder feedback, right? That it, she wasn't happy with something and you're like, all right, give me feedback and I'll go do it again. And I think that thick skin is, uh, you know, as a creative, which you're more on the marketing side, where Sammy's more on the, you know, artisty, creative side, even though you're both good marketers, I feel like you have marketing brains, but um, you've got to be able to to take critique and then to be able to go and change it. I remember working with designers at the ad agency um, and just over time, you know, different designers can take criticism and critique and feedback and others, others really struggle with it. And at the end of the day, I've worked with designers, especially that it's like, okay, that design's beautiful, but it doesn't really communicate what we need it to. So it's got to be completely redone and they could melt down and cry, or they could say, okay, tell me what you're seeing. What do you like? What do you not like? And, and also they're willing to defend it and say, okay, I can do that. But did you realize this? And I think that I always tell these two, like, you guys are so much older than your age because they, they have those, that certain set of skills. So Marley's been with us for a couple years through college off and on. She went, gosh, to Spain for a while. (laughs) So we lost touch with her. And then when she came back, we were selfishly very happy um, (laughs) to get more time with her. And Sammy was a freshman in high school, I think, when I kind of met her. And she played volleyball with my daughter on the volleyball team. And I just happened upon maybe Instagram or something, and I'm seeing this makeup that she's doing. Like fascinating makeup from gorgeous makeup to crazy killer. I've been stabbed in the eyeball with a knife and my eyeballs hanging out, you know, dangling from my face kind of makeup, like Hollywood style makeup. So I knew this was a super creative kid. And I asked her, I remember at a volleyball game, Sammy, I don't know if you remember this, but we're at a volleyball game and I came up to you and I feel like it was fall. Well, it was, it was volleyball season. And I said, Hey, next year on Halloween, would you do a project with me and do some makeup for a high school senior so we can do something really cool for senior portraits? Because I knew that would get us publicity. And I just like to do different things. Why, why do we have to always do the same thing? And I just thought that would be fun. So year went by and it was early fall and I reached out and said, Hey, can we do this project? and she came in and we had a high school senior who is mid-session and so we said hey we want to do this little extra bonus session can you bring a couple friends Sammy came in and and did this project and it it turned out pretty cool you got some press like do you remember that yes I remember and it was so cool the news was there and then a local station called channel 1450 was there and I just got to do interviews with them and it was so fun and then Sarah and I were like being able to meet each other and kind of just work with each other for the first time and it was so cool and I felt really like just appreciated and like oh wow like I can do cool things and like people can see that 
and it was really awesome and I had so much fun like meeting everybody and yeah it was a great time I remember that a lot yeah and a couple like we had another news station here she was being interviewed like a rock star and then her mom had to come pick her up because she she couldn't drive yet so it was so cute we look at her as this like old soul type person and uh then she's waiting for her ride but I think then we started talking to Sam about, we knew she she had this YouTube channel and she's getting hits, making a name for herself and really entertaining and fascinating. And we wanted to do more with social media. And I don't use social media much for my studio. I think people follow me because maybe they're interested, but we use it for photographers to communicate with you guys. But I knew she had some skills there. We reached out and we thought, hey, maybe she could do a little bit for us. And like Marley, we threw her one thing and then it led to another thing and to another thing. And we're like, hey, you know, how about like a job? <laughs> and uh, we throw her, hey, find us some fonts and, and use this template and, and do different things. So um, talk a little bit about what you do for us now, because I don't even know. I mean, we just throw all <laughs> kinds of different challenges at you. Yes. So my job right now is I am editing the podcast. So I've actually probably listened to this about three times before you guys hear it. So I edit the podcast every week. And then when Marley is off at school, I will also edit the show notes and do a little bit of writing on that. And then all the reels on Sarah's Instagram that you see, those are filmed and edited by me. And it's really fun time. Sarah and I come in, knock them out. It's great. And then I also will just do random video projects. Peak Performers Immersion, immersion. I was there and I filmed that, made a little montage video. So just fun little video projects around the studio and the podcast every week. So that's pretty much my scoop. Yeah, so videos, editing, adding words on it. And the reason I'm sharing that specifically with Sammy is because you probably have someone in your market who could come along on a session. You could create a product from what she does. If we wanted to have Sammy follow us on a senior session, if say we sold one of our largest sessions where they get a lot more time and a lot more locations, she could go, she could get some video, she could incorporate it into a product that we would actually offer. And uh, she does now have a driver's license, which is great, but we were, that's part of what attracted us to her is we're like, okay, she's still got a little bit of high school left. She's not going to leave us right away. And so that was a big selling point for her. And these guys are great. We've had interns who came in and learned Photoshop. We had a really creative intern named Maggie Day years ago, uh, just radiated creativity. She painted a door one day. She's like, can I paint this door? And like made this amazing background that we shot on. She took a stack of tissue paper and made a giant wall that of flowers that we shot on and just had so many ideas. And then one day we had a, a one day, maybe a job shadow kind of a student in and we were busy and we said, hey, we have a maternity session coming. The internet was pretty new in her defense, but we said, can you go find some maternity poses? All right, that's a good thing for an intern to do while we're setting up. And she came back literally about five minutes later, she had two or three printouts and she said, that's all there is. And, and I remember thinking, okay, that's when tenacity became one of our core values because no, that's not all there is. Even back then, this was many, many years ago, even back then, there were so many ideas. I mean, you could go to companies with, 
you know, who sell maternity items to look for cool photos. You could look for stock photos. You could look at other photographer websites. Like we were just looking for ideas, but she just had, just gave up already so super quick. And so that's why we love testing interns. Hey, would you want to come in and do a little project so we can really see, are they going to quit? Are they going to give up if something's hard or if they struggle? How do they take feedback? Are they fun to be around? Because quite frankly, we like to be around fun people. I'm curious with you two. Um, do you think it's fun here? Okay, be honest. <laughs> no, it's horrible. I hate every second when I'm in the studio. No, it's a lot of fun, and everybody here, we're always joking. Um, Andrea teaches us so much about motherhood that we never even knew. <laughs> She's always talking about her voice. It's very interesting, and it's always fun, yeah. But we, I'll jump in, Marley. You can answer, too. We work hard, right? Like, we're not just messing around here, but also there isn't that culture of mean snarky. At least we try really hard not to have that. Like, why would we want to waste emotional energy there? So curious what your thoughts were with regard to that and, like, when you came in here. Because you've never worked in, like, kind of an office. You've had jobs, right? But nothing, like, in a professional setting, if you call that this professional. But, like, I'm curious on what you thought when you started working here. What were you surprised about? What did you like? or even dislike really be honest well when I first started working for you and I had to do my work I didn't have to do it from home but um, I didn't know that I could come into the studio and I always was kind of just secretly waiting for you to be like hey can you come into the studio today and help me with this Um, so I always would get so excited to come into work because I think especially this studio that you built from the ground up is like infused with your passion and your creativity and it's just a very inspiring place to be working in um it's really easy to get in the zone here and so yes we do have a lot of fun here absolutely um but also it's it's just such a great place to work because you really feel like you're living in the joy of marketing world no it's just interesting and that's one of the things i think i learned through my career working different places is every culture is different there's not a good or a bad well sometimes there can be bad (laughs) Um, and there can be good and there's good and bad probably about everything but i always tell these guys that they can be a part of the culture so when you go in you don't have to just be that person who's like this is how it is. Oh, okay, this is miserable. Everybody's miserable. No one likes this particular policy. Even though I'm the youngest one here, I can still do something about it. And that's funny. I did not know you were working from home secretly wanting to work from here. I would have grabbed you up and brought you here because we would have had more of you sooner. I'm still in denial that Marley's going to graduate and, you know, leave the nest, leave the joy nest. We're trying to magnetize her here. I know everybody listening is like, oh, these girls sound amazing. How do we find an intern? And I think part of that is it's sort of that when you need them, you can't find them. (laughs) I've learned that in my business. When you need the great employee, they're just not magically appearing. So I feel like it's one of those things that I always have my radar up because you never know. Erin, who runs Drove Marketing, was a job shadow day like 25 years ago in my life. Andrea, who runs the the photography studio, was an intern for one day in her life, but she never left. (laughs) Erin and I had some separation with with our careers, but Andrea came one day and we said, it was her spring break, she was in college, and we were like, hey, you wanna come back tomorrow? You wanna come back? And then she kept coming and drove home from college on the weekends. I gave her a key. She would come in and, and do things with the negatives. This was back in the days of negatives. And uh, she's been here, I don't know, 12, 13 years. It's been amazing. So 
I didn't need her when when she came on, but I figured out a way to kind of get her part-time. And then as we grew, um, I was able to add more hours and she grew into a full-time job. So I always try to hire for a cultural fit, the attitude, the work ethic, the sort of compatibility. And do you want to hang out with this person? We're a small company. We are all in kind of a small space. And then training for the skills. Not everybody has the perfect skill set anyway. And if they're creative and they are able and willing to learn and to do that, I'm fine investing in people. And I don't like turnover. I don't want to have to be hiring to replace all the time. So interns are great. They can work their way in and out of a job. And and I do know you're leaving, Marley (laughs) and Sam. We'll have that talk in like eight years about you leaving. But I want these guys to be in my life for a long time, right? I hope they go off and build careers and they can call me, hey, I, I, you know, I need an employee, I need some advice or, um, hey, I have a friend who's looking who might be a good fit for you, right? Like that's how you build cool relationships where you can all work together and help each other. And I know I'm always giving them advice about business and (laughs) how to not settle and how to, how to really build a life that they love. But I'm curious about you know, from your perspective, being young and your friends are looking for internships and you're looking for internships, were you guys looking for an internship or what were your thoughts with regard to that? So I remember one of the first days um, in the CEO class in high school, Sarah Petty um, hosted Toastmasters at her studio and she told us 10 things she would do if she were in our shoes. And um, I was just reading through this the other day, going back through my old notes, and I saw that one of them was um, always keep your eyes open for an internship. This is like the four to five years of your life where people want to give you an internship because you're young talent who still needs to grow experience. And so I remember writing that down and thinking about that and hearing that Sarah Petty had hired other interns in the past. And I had seen what they'd done, but it seemed... I don't know, just out of my league, um, like something I didn't think that I would be able to do because you walk into the studio and everything's so creative. And um, I'm not, I don't have a super creative mind, and so I just wasn't sure it would be a good fit. But just like Sarah said, keeping her radar up, if she hadn't had her radar up, she probably wouldn't have overheard me talking about Instagram um, for an obsessive amount of time, <laughs> which turned out um, great for me. And so um, I think both parties have to keep their radars up because there are people out there who want to learn from from people who have more experience and people who have, even if it's different talent. Um, Sarah's talented in the creative world and the marketing world and... Um, just because I'm not creative doesn't mean I can't learn from the other side. I'm sure you guys listening are wondering, are you paying them? (laughs) (laughs) And I have a very strong feeling on this. I had to do a free internship when I was in college for multiple reasons. One, I played volleyball and we weren't allowed by the NCAA to take any money or have any kind of job, which is kind of a weird little rule. You can have a scholarship, but then you have no other way to make money. But also the top ad agency in Memphis didn't pay their interns. And I thought, well, if I'm going to get this experience from this top ad agency and they don't pay and I can't take pay, this is a perfect fit. So I went about trying to figure out who do I know who could help me get in the door. And I ended up getting an opportunity to have have that internship and it was amazing but I really just bounced around from room to room and socialized with people and I got good perspective on what what an ad agency does but I don't know how much I really learned it was great it was exposure but now being an entrepreneur and and having you know a small budget and 
and needing every single person that comes onto my team to be able to produce something. I love mentoring, I love teaching, but also I know the philosophy of, well, they're learning in education, but also I, I only have so much time. So I look at it as I wanna find people who can contribute. Right. So it's not a high paying salary, you know, with benefits and vacation, but these are young people, right? So they're going to be, their choices of working are going to be, you know, in the starter range for the most part anyway. But why not work at a place where you can get some life skills, some business skills, some mentoring? So for me, I want to get interns who can do something. Marley can write, Marley can do a lot of things, but she's a marketing thinker. She's come up with some quizzes and games and just different activities. Activities. She's done Pinterest. She's done some Instagram things. She does a lot of really good things and she understands marketing. So when we throw something at her, she can pick it up. Um, Sammy has this video, the video skills, editing, even things we ask her, hey, could you do this? Well, I've never done it, but I, I can figure it out. Or boom, that's good enough because <laughs> someone's got to figure it out. And then we spend time talking uh, about life and about their future. And if I have educational resources, I share them. And Marley's been taking books home all summer. And I love that. I have all these books. They're not getting read by anyone other than me if they're just sitting on the shelf. And so I love that they're both thirsty to learn. That gets me fired up. And I also just that that fresh perspective from a young person, right? They haven't been jaded by working in all these terrible places and hating their jobs and feeling like life ahead of them is going to be really a drag. I think they're young and they're impressionable. And I just want to be a part of making sure that they see that they can build an, a, really, a really amazing life. Um, so I do pay my interns. I think as a photographer... If you're finding high school kids who can do some social media for you, who can learn retouching, who can at least edit images for you, who can work in your space if you have a home studio or retail studio, organizing your files and negatives for a few hours a week. Maybe they're even ambassadors and they help you with high school seniors. There are a lot of opportunities. There are young people who are excited and will work hard and, and happy and will bring a lot to your life. As well, being if you are a senior photographer, they're connected, right? They're hanging out in the world of your target audience, which can really help you. I'm curious with you guys too, um, before we take off, Having come here and worked here, I mean, we we push hard. We have high expectations. So I've, I kind of made it sound like, oh, we're this fun place to be, which we are. But we also, I think you guys have gotten a reality check too of like, we do work very hard. We push hard. We go hard. We have really high standards. We don't have a problem stopping a job to fix it, to make it right. What you've learned about yourself in your journey, because that's a big part of it, right? You're trying to figure out what do I want to do in my life? What's it going to look like? What has changed you during your time here? What have you really learned about yourself that's going to make you a different, hopefully better person after you leave here? So I hear a lot of what she's teaching you guys. And one of the things that stuck with me is how you market your business is like a direct example of how successful that you're able to be and how much money you're able to make specifically with the boutique photography model so i think something i've learned is that you need to market your worth you can't market as you're less or like you're not worth it and you have to be confident in your prices and what you charge and you have to know your worth so that's something that i think will always stick with me no matter what job or what business i'm doing 
Great, Sammy. I love it. She listens. We did have, as you mentioned, the immersion earlier, which is when my coaching students come here to my studio and learn. And she came and videoed it and she sat just glued to it, listening and learning and saying, oh my gosh, that was so great. And I thought that is so great that she doesn't have to listen and take in what we're saying, right? She's just here to make videos and do what she's doing. But she was all playing full out. So I just loved having you here and and watching her light up when we were talking about building a life that really brings you fulfillment. How about you, Marley? This is kind of a daunting question because I've worked for you for three three years, Sarah. So I've learned quite a lot of information from you. Um, I think the biggest principle that I'm taking away is that I can do hard things and you can do hard things. And that kind of means a lot of different things. Uh, Like you said, it's a very fun place to work, but everyone here is very driven and focused and has a goal and has a deadline and has something that they have to do to make the the business better and themselves better and everyone else better. And so I think it's, it's hard working with people who are decades older than you, I think at first, because one of the core values is to be confident and not cocky about it. And I think when you are so much younger and you're being mentored by someone who you know is very brilliant, um, it's hard to tell them when you think they are making a mistake or there could be a better way to do it. But if you really think that it's something that should be said, you have to say, even though it might be hard. And I think in the past, you know, I've learned when to keep my mouth shut and I've learned when to say, you know, hey, Sarah, maybe don't do this and do something else. I think just walking into the office every day, telling yourself you can do hard things and you are good at this, both of those things, everyone here makes you makes you feel like you are capable of doing things and makes you feel like you're good at it. And I think that's how everyone can be so productive. And like, that's the way I want to go forward in my life, championing other people um, and making them feel like they can do better. And it's because they're good at what they do. Yeah, I like how you said decades older. (laughs) We're going to have a little talk after this podcast. (laughs) I'm totally teasing. It's so cute. I love this saying, the true meaning of life is to plant trees under whose shade you do not expect to sit by Nelson Henderson. And I didn't realize that when I was a young person, but I I just have found in my life that mentoring young people, it always comes back to you, whether it's through a different person or something in your life. But I just thoroughly enjoy having these young people in my life. And yes, they're going to leave. I know I'm in denial, but they're going to leave, right? And, And we're better people because of the jobs they've done for us. So now we know, oh, hey, we need this person. Now we we can justify putting, uh, you know, so many hours in hiring a person, right? When it's an intern, if it doesn't really work out or you realize, oh, we just don't need as much of this as we thought. Hey, sorry, we're gonna have to cut you back or whatever. They're, you know, they're part-time. It's not that big of a deal, but it allows you to see, hey, let's test the waters here. So if you're worried about having an intern because they may leave you, they're gonna leave you and that's okay. But you know what? I bet when Sammy's ready to go off to college, she has a younger friend that she thinks might be a good fit here. And she would happily, I'm sure, share that person with us. And maybe she doesn't, but it's just weird how all of those things kind of keep coming back to us and keep making us all better. I care about you guys and I want you to build an amazing future. And uh, maybe one day you can hire my children. Is that a deal? Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> all right you all heard it first again truly go plant some trees for these young people and it will come back to you with so much shade thanks everybody hi friend I know this has been a hard year for so many people in our world and especially in the photography industry. There's so much chaos, so much unknown. And if you're like me, you're probably feeling like this has got to get better. I know that what all we need more than anything right now is connection. We need to be together with other boutique photographers. We need inspiration to keep going and we need to grow. And that's what my three-day live virtual event, Go Boutique Live, is all about, making your business better. It's the world's only three-day live event just for boutique portrait photographers. And this year, Go Boutique Live is 100% virtual. That means you can literally be anywhere in the world and attend Go Boutique Live. Now, this is not a webinar. It's not a live stream. It's not some pre-recorded broadcast like other events you've probably attended online. This is a live, interactive, immersive, three-day virtual event where I'm coming to you using brand new technology that's never been used in the photo industry. I'll be able to see you and interact with you live while you're seeing me and all the other boutique photographers attending Go Boutique Live. These are unprecedented times, but the bright side of that is you have an unprecedented opportunity to get access of three full days of training on what's working now for boutique photographers without leaving home, with no flights, no hotel, and no risk of sickness. This is your chance to immerse yourself in everything boutique. Grab your ticket now before prices go up at www.goboutiquelive.com. Dot com.